Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. We usually stream live at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, weekdays, at docwashburnshow.com. Exceptions could be when I have a campaign event, lunchtime, since I am running for government, or a day like today when everything just fell apart. Anyway, minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. This is the 95th episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. It's Thursday, February 24th, 2022. Coming up in just a minute, what is going on with Putin and Ukraine? But first, yes, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. No, my old employer wouldn't allow me to say that on the radio. And yes, there's all kinds of evidence out there that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. And yes, we must keep the January 6th political prisoners in our prayers. So, this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashmanshow.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Now, if you would like to support my campaign for governor of Arkansas, go to our website, electdocwashburn.com, and click on the Contribute button, and that should take you to the app, raisethemoney.com, where you can actually contribute. We've been trying to get this done for weeks, and we finally got it done this morning. And we got our first contribution online. Now, I've been texting people the links, and people have been saying, yeah, I'm having a little problem with that. But if you're listening after the fact on the podcast, by the time you hear this, it should work flawlessly. Let me, let me check it out. Okay. Let's see. I go to electdocwashburn.com. It says a time for choosing. No more rhinos for governor. Help us kick off the Doc Washburn for Arkansas governor campaign. I click on contribute. And sure enough, it takes me right to the raisethemoney.com page. So I think it's working. At least it's working on my PC. I'm technologically challenged. I wish you the best. Okay, so what's going on with Putin and Ukraine? Well, it looks like Putin is having his country, Russia, invade Ukraine. Okay? And it kind of reminds me when um, Russia invaded Crimea when Obama was president. None of this kind of stuff happened while Trump was president. But um, unfortunately, oh, by the way, honey, I turned the uh, heat up to 70 because I'm freezing. But unfortunately, they stole the election from Trump in November of 2020 and put in this basket case to mention Joe. Obama's first Secretary of Defense, Robert Gates, said, Joe Biden has been wrong on every major 
foreign policy issue for 40 years. Um, now it's over 50, I guess. And so that's what you get. That's what you get. This would not be happening if they didn't steal the election from Trump. But guess who wanted them to steal the election from Trump? Well, uh, among other folks, Putin in Russia and Xi Jinping in China. I'll never forget what Trump said in the fall of 2020. If Biden somehow gets in the White House, China takes over. I see. I see. And he was right. So I'm looking at one of the guys that I follow out there on Twitter, Dr. G, who says there's no reason for any Ukrainian violence and yet meaningless so-called threats from Biden and Kamala Harris to Russia have fallen upon deaf ears. Our country's economy is a crap fest, pardon the language, He says, at least that wasn't violent, but now our country has our boots on the ground and potentially in harm's way. There's no excuse for the ignorance and feebleness our country is portraying. Joe Biden cannot be explained away. President Trump never caused a military action and, in fact, enhanced peace. The November midterms can't come fast enough. Please support your Republican candidates. Um, well, yours truly included. I'm running for the Republican nomination for governor of Arkansas. Primary coming up May 24th. Anyway, Dr. Nan Hayworth, first female MD to serve a full term as a member of Congress, answered that tweet by saying, yes, this isn't a matter of political opportunism, but a practical reality. We have a dominant party whose philosophy and policies produce politicians who will inevitably lead the world into war because the Democrat Party espouses actions and initiatives that weaken us. And there's no question about that. There's absolutely no question about that. But the problem is there's some people in this country who have things, as my dad would say, exactly bass-ackwards. There are people out there on social media who are firmly persuaded that Putin is invading Ukraine because it's all Trump's fault. There are people out there lying about Trump saying that he supports Putin's invasion of Ukraine. There are people out there lying about you and me saying that we support Putin's invasion of Ukraine. I'm reminded of the words of the great philosopher, the late great Rush Limbaugh, Rush Hudson Limbaugh, by the way, who said there's no way to persuade these people differently. There's no way to persuade them that they're wrong. You just have to defeat them. Yeah. You just have to defeat them. The great David Reboy out there on Twitter says, if you're not going to reopen domestic energy production, and they won't, no chance... Sanctioning Russian energy only hurts us. Otherwise, we're begging the Saudis to save us again. And considering how Biden can't wait to hand Iran nukes, why would the Saudis do anything to help us? Yep. 
Truth. I mean, sometimes the truth is very unpleasant, but I can't just sugarcoat stuff for you. Never have, never will. The great Colonel Rob Manis, retired, 32-year U.S. Air Force combat vet. B-1 squadron commander, wing commander, nuclear ops, 9-11 Pentagon survivor. He's out there on Twitter saying, don't expect people, this is a message to Dementia Joe, don't expect people you've been calling domestic terrorists and racists to rally around you. Now, by the way, Dementia Joe is supposed to start speaking to the nation right now. It's 12.30 p.m. Eastern as we speak. And, of course, he's nowhere near a podium. We're watching the uh, White House feed on the uh, on the YouTube. Just, you know, in the interest of full disclosure. All right, that having been said. We look at the State Department, a tweet they had back in October 22nd, 2021, in which they said, The climate crisis has negatively impacted global food insecurity, infrastructure, and public health. Our whole-of-government response puts climate at the center of United States foreign policy and national security. The scientific community is clear. Human activities have directly contributed to climate change. Oh, no. The great Banshee over redstate.com, responds, absolute amateurs. And I'm thinking, no, they're, they're not. They're very professional liars. And they're trying to take this country down into serfdom, into slavery. Trying to put a dictatorship over us, and not even an American dictatorship. They'd love to have the U.N. come in and just, you know, take over everything. So, I met with some folks in Hot Springs, Arkansas, for lunch on Tuesday of this week. And they're very much backing something they call the 28th Amendment. Um, it is their contention that we... It's, it's inconceivable to them that we could last through another three years of a Biden presidency. And this 28th Amendment would give American citizens the option of a recall vote to recall the president and vice president, and on the same ballot would be other choices. But anyway, the more I see what's going on, the more I think, you know, you guys might have a good idea there. I mean, when when they presented the idea to me, I said, well, you know, to do a constitutional amendment, you, you have to get two-thirds of the U.S. Senate, two-thirds of the U.S. House to vote for it. And they said, no, 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 no. It's a different way. You go through Article 5 of the Constitution. And we're not talking about Convention of the States. We're just talking about this one simple amendment, Article 5 of the Constitution. And And, and the more I see how Whoever is pulling Biden's strings, Barack Obama, George Soros, 
World Economic Forum, some or all of the usual suspects, the more I think, well, maybe they got something there. Maybe that is what we need to do. Can you imagine where this country is November 2024? If these people keep running roughshod over us, first thing Biden did in office, shut down the Keystone XL pipeline, putting us at the mercy of countries that don't like us to get our gas and oil. And now they're going to sanction Russia. I wonder what Russia is going to do about the fact that they provide us a lot of fuel. Idiots. Idiots. Blackmailed by China and Russia and who knows who else. Hunter Biden and the big guy blackmailed. All right, let's see what what um, what's Article Five say. The Congress, whenever two thirds of both houses shall deem it necessary, shall propose amendments to the Constitution or very important word or on the application of the legislatures of two thirds of the several states shall call a convention for proposing amendments, which in either case shall be valid to all intents and purposes as part of the Constitution when ratified by the legislatures of three-fourths of the several states or by conventions and three-fourths thereof as the one or the other mode of ratification may be proposed by the Congress, provided that no amendment which may be made prior to the year 1808 shall in any manner affect the first and fourth clauses in the ninth section of the first article, and that no state without its consent shall be deprived of its equal suffrage in the Senate. Well, aren't you glad they made that about as murky as possible? What it seems like... It seems like to me that what Article 5 is saying is you don't have to go through U.S. House and U.S. Senate if you don't want to. You can propose an amendment to the Constitution, but it's confusing. The application of legislatures of two-thirds of the several states. So that would be 34 state legislatures. They would call a convention for proposing amendments. But then the amendments would have to be approved by three-fourths of the several states. So you're talking 38 state legislatures there. So anyway, um, the uh, 28th Amendment, folks, God bless them if if they want to go for it here with a possible, with with a constitutional amendment to provide for a recall of the president or vice president. Okay. I mean, I don't know how in the world you get 38 state legislatures to vote for that, but I think what they're saying, well, I know what they're saying because I had a talk with them Tuesday in Hot Springs, Arkansas. They're like, Doc, we can't just roll over and give up. We can't just let our country go down the drain, which is what Biden and whoever is pulling his strings are intent on doing. All right.
All right. You got to fight. You got to run for office. You got to do the right thing. You got to fight. I'm reminded of a joke my dad told. He had heard President Kennedy giving a speech in which President Kennedy was talking about soldiering on despite incredible odds. And he talked about the the boat lift from Dunkirk in World War II. Nazis were moving into France and Winston Churchill told the British citizens, the British subjects, pardon me, to get all the seaworthy craft they could, including little fishing boats, to evacuate the British troops from Normandy, the coast of France, and get them back over to the UK so they wouldn't get slaughtered by the Nazis. And they did it. And so this is one of the things that President Kennedy was talking about during his speech. He gave one example after another of people who didn't care how bad the odds were against them. But they did the right thing, despite seemingly insurmountable odds. In the middle of the speech, after all these great examples from history that President Kennedy gave, he said, Why every year does Rice go up against Baylor in the annual football game? Talking about going on against insurmountable odds. Um, so we have some interesting. We have some interesting comments on our Podbean app today, and the first comment says, "Well, guess who?" And he lists the name of a uh, guy who does a small talk show in the Little Rock area. Guess who he had on his show this morning and was praising Trump the whole time about how well he did with keeping Russia and China at bay? French Hill. Of course, French Hill is the U.S. congressman, at least for a few more months, from central Arkansas, who said that President Trump's rhetoric leading up to January 6th was unforgivable, who said that the idea the election was stolen is a fiction and a fallacy, who voted to keep Liz Cheney in House Republican leadership, even after she voted to impeach Trump because he said she was an outstanding conservative. Yeah, that French Hill. And that's no surprise because that guy with a particular talk show is a big establishment guy, and he's not going to push back on a guy like French Hill. Next comment, Hill is such a fake. I had to keep listening, though, wanted to hear all of the lies. Yeah, well, see, here's the deal. French Hill's opponent in the Republican primary May 24th, Colonel Conrad Reynolds, is the real deal. And I believe he'll be the next congressman from central Arkansas. Uh, Let's see, next comment here, Chernobyl has been captured. Yeah, I knew they were getting close last night. Um, Oh, okay, so Dementia Joe's press conference, in which I'm sure he'll take no questions, has been pushed back to 1.30 Eastern time. Okay? 
Somebody else said in response to the idea of trying to get this 28th Amendment passed to be able to recall a president or vice president, says, I can't imagine lasting another three years under these, you know, imposters. I'll never call Biden president. Oh, respect the office, Doc. Even if you disagree with him, respect the office. I get it. What about somebody who stole the office? It was rigged. Another young lady here says, my 13-year-old told me he saw Biden speaking somewhere and he was just amazed that someone who couldn't even speak in complete thoughts could be considered president. Yeah, right. He's not. He's not. Next comment, did you tell him he cheated? Response, oh, he knows. He's been listening to the doc and being educated in the truth almost as long as I have. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Let's see. Hill complained about the United Nations but never mentioned a time he and fellow Republicans tried to defund or leave that globalist organization. Well, of course not. Now, the question is, did the guy interviewing Hill on the radio this morning push back on anything that French Hill said, anything at all? Let me know in the comments here on the Podbean app, because as one person said, this guy is all establishment for sure. Anyway, see, I don't play that game. I don't, and I can't play that game. Absolutely not. I've burned some bridges with some members of Congress from uh, from Arkansas. Now, I do, I do just want to say here briefly how much I appreciate our advertisers for making it possible for us to do what we do, including Red River Your Way. If you try to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are in the continental United States of America. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website that puts you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry. Red River experts are still right here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Now, if you're in central Arkansas, you can still go see them at one of their car lots, at one of their locations. I did a few days ago and bought myself a 2013 Honda Accord with only 85,000 miles on it and it looks and smells and feels and drives like it's brand new. And I got a great deal on it. Anyway. Anyway. Red River makes it real easy whether you want to buy in person in central Arkansas 
or buy online. So when you're on RedRiverYourWay.com, as you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options you have full control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live in the continental United States of America, RedRiverYourWay.com, you will be glad you did. Boy, I am. My wife's like, man, this is a great-looking car. This is fantastic. So, you know, uh, it's it's not a bad idea to try to keep the uh, your better half happy, for that matter. I just thought I'd throw that out there, you know, just for, for the record. And there's this interest of full disclosure. All right, now, let me ask you, because we talk about the uh, the government trying to jam things down our throat like they did Obamacare back in 2009 when Nancy Pelosi said, well, you're just going to have to uh, pass it <laughs> to see what's in it. Yeah, we don't like that. Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I got a website you really need to go to. It's called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. You click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, Affordable Plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums. Personalized health coverage. Low to no deductible. No copays. Big, beautiful red button says schedule call now. You click that button. You book a free consultation with my buddy, Art Wilborn. We'll make sure there are no gaps in your coverage. He'll also make sure your personalized health coverage doesn't force you to cover stuff like abortion that would violate your deeply held religious beliefs, unlike some of those Obamacare plans. Again, website, myfamilyhealthplan.com. Affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Click on the big red button, says schedule call now. You get a free consultation with my buddy Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at myfamilyhealthplan.com. All right. Having said that, let's get back to it. So we got some breaking news from... um, the French press agency, it's just like one piece of breaking news after another on what's been going on in Ukraine for like the last couple of hours. So let me just go through it for you, okay? This is from um, almost three hours ago is when it starts, and it gets it, gets it right up to, to like now as I'm doing the live stream. First of all, Breaking, Ukraine fighting rages in Chernobyl near the nuclear facility. Next, 
Czech Republic stops issuing visas to Russian citizens. Next. Biden's speech on Russian invasion of Ukraine at 12.30 p.m. Eastern, according to the White House. That's been moved back an hour is what we heard. Next, President Zelensky says Ukraine troops fighting invading Russian troops for control of Chernobyl nuclear plant. Next, Ukraine capital Kiev declares curfew, according to the mayor. Next, Russia vows tough retaliation to European Union sanctions imposed over Ukraine invasion. That's an announcement from the Russian foreign ministry. Next, Russia intends to decapitate Ukraine government and install new leadership allied to Moscow, according to U.S. defense official. Sounds kind of violent. Next, Ukraine President Zelensky says new Iron Curtain is cutting Russia off from the world. Next, Ukraine President Zelensky says Russia captures airfield near Kiev. Next, G7 calls Russia crisis serious threat to global order. Next, Ukraine demands world banish Russia from swift banking system. Next, Red Cross chief says fears massive casualty numbers in Ukraine. Now, this is odd because the the next tweet from the French press agency, their news agencies, has a map. A map of Ukraine locating areas where explosions, strikes, and fighting have been reported and regions where Russian forces entered the country updated as of 1500 Greenwich Mean Time. Troubling, very troubling. Next, breaking. Dozens detained at anti-war rallies in Moscow, St. Petersburg. Moscow and St. Petersburg. Breaking G7 nations ready to act on potential disruption to energy supplies. Next, Russian and Ukrainian forces were on Thursday battling for an air base on the northern outskirts of the capital of Ukraine, Kiev. After dozens of attack helicopters swooped south from Belarus towards Ukraine's capital. Breaking President Putin says no other way to defend Russia other than by invading Ukraine. Breaking Russia does not want to undermine global economic system, according to Putin. Okay, less than an hour ago. We're getting closer to real time here. Europe's main stock markets close sharply lower as investors flee equities following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. South Ukraine region says 13 civilians, nine nine troops killed. Horrifying, horrifying, horrifying. There should not be this bloodshed. Breaking, 37 minutes ago, Putin trying to wipe Ukraine off the map, according to Scholes. 
Scholes? What? The guy that started the uh, classic rock group Boston back in the 70s? Scholes? Who is Scholes? Well, maybe maybe people in uh, in Europe know who he is. The only guy I know with that last name, S-C-H-O-L-Z, is Tom Scholes, the guy who brought you more than a feeling and don't look back. Well, you know, we all, the great Clint Eastwood once said, a man got his, man's got to know his limitations. So I have two limitations here. One is that since I don't live in Europe, I don't know who Scholes is. And the second is I should never try to impersonate Clint Eastwood. I can impersonate a number of people. But Clint Eastwood, no, 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 no. My limitation is I, I can't, no, no good on that. Okay, um, buddy of mine here, Kenneth Wallace, says in the Podbean app, I thought there was a Dr. Scholes who made foot pads. Yeah, but you're spelling it correctly for Dr. Scholes. This guy is S-C-H-O-L-Z. Oh! Oh. That's a, that's a, he made it a little funny. ha, <laughs> Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, the uh, the great Greg Price, senior digital stat- strategist over at X Strategies LLC, on Twitter says, if you're worried about the price of gas now that Joe Biden is sanctioning Russia that he made us more reliable on for energy, imagine what will happen when China invades Taiwan and the world sanctions a country that produces 80% of the ingredients in our medicines. See, yeah, Biden's got it all figured out, man. He's got it all figured out. Amazing. Now, James Lindsay, also on Twitter. The great James Lindsay. Math PhD founder of New Discourses. He's talking about what's going on with this Klaus Schwab guy, the World Economic Forum guy, the the Great Reset guy, right? He says, picking up some more Klaus Schwab reading on a long car ride. His book that came out summer of 2020 explains how he intends to use COVID-19 as a pretext for resetting the world into his whack job nightmare vision. And he has some stuff highlighted here. About COVID-19, the Great Reset, since it made its entry on the world stage, COVID-19 has dramatically torn up the existing script of how to govern countries, live with others, and take part in the global economy. He says the book's main objective is to help understand what's coming in a multitude of domains. It includes theory and practical examples, but is chiefly explanatory, containing many conjectures and ideas about what the post-pandemic world might and perhaps should look like. He says in early July 2020, we're at a crossroads The authors of COVID-19, The Great Reset, argue 
He says, one path will take us to a better world, more inclusive, more equitable, and more respectful of Mother Nature. The other will take us to a world that resembles the one we just left behind, but worse and but worse and constantly dogged by nasty surprises. He says, we must therefore get it right. The looming challenges could be more consequential than we have until now chosen to imagine, but our capacity to reset could also be greater than we had previously dared to hope. Oh, he wants to reset, all right. World Economic Forum. Remember what they said a while back? They said by the year 2030, you won't own anything, you won't you won't have any freedom, but you'll be so much happier. Remember that? About Klaus Schwab, who was born in Ravensburg, Germany in 1938. That's uh, right before World War II, but they won't say anything about his family. Probably a bunch of Nazis. James Lindsay reminds us this Klaus Schwab guy has been scheming to remake the economic system since 1971 and created the World Economic Forum in the same year to do it. His previous sham book somehow became a worldwide bestseller. Nothing corrupt there. So, again, another screenshot from the book. Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, argues in that book that a company must serve not only shareholders, but all stakeholders to achieve long-term growth and prosperity to promote the stakeholder concept. He founded the World Economic Forum in 1971. His latest books are The Fourth Individual Revolution, 2016, a worldwide bestseller translated into 30 languages, and Shaping the Future of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, 2018. Yeah, this Klaus Schwab guy, he's a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? He's a bad guy. I haven't heard any other candidates for governor of Arkansas say anything about him, but I'll push back every legal way I can. And one of the things I'm going to make sure to do, if you elect me governor of Arkansas, I guarantee you this, I'll get Senator Gary Stubblefield to to once again put up his bill, the Arkansas Sovereignty Act which would put criminal sanctions on anybody in law enforcement in Arkansas who attempts to assist the feds in imposing unconstitutional measures to limit our Second Amendment rights. I'll do that. I'll definitely do that. The great Lauren Boebert Freshman congresswoman from Colorado says, does Joe Biden still think climate change and white supremacy are the biggest national security threats? She says, unleash our full energy production now. Well, you're right, Congresswoman Boebert, but he'll never, never, never do it. The libs lied for years about Trump being in uh, Putin's pocket. No. Now, your boy, Dementia Joe, he's the one in Putin's pocket. I ain't gonna lie, fam. That's what's up. That's what's up. And you know it. You know that's true. The great Jack Posobiec over at uh, Human Events says you can immediately drop the price of oil by authorizing the Keystone Pipeline. 
expanding domestic drilling and fracking. Yes, fracking. Then go all in on nuclear. So much of this comes down to pipelines and energy. Yep. But Biden wants us punished for being Americans. As do Obama, George Soros, and the World Economic Forum. They're not interested in that. The great Matt Walsh, over the blaze, says, there are many reasons why I don't want war with Russia. One of them is that the powers that be in our country have spent years intentionally weakening our military and reshaping it in the image of wokeness. We are not remotely prepared for real conflict. They made sure of that. They made sure of that. The great Sean Davis of the Federalist says, the economy sucks, gas prices are insane, inflation is out of control, Americans are still stranded in Afghanistan, communist China is more powerful than ever, and Russia is on the march. But at least there are no mean tweets coming from Donald Trump. Wow. Wow. Can I give you another one? If 10,000 Russians crossing the Ukraine border is an invasion, then why aren't the 2 million people crossing the American southern border not called an invasion? Well, I think you know. I think you know. Because Biden and his handlers are playing for the other team. They're playing for the other side. They're playing for our opponents. Know what I'm saying? Now, eventually, probably, someday... What I just said will be against the law to say, and they'll send the FBI to you know take me out. Oh well. See, I was uh, I'm under command from a higher authority to speak the truth in love. I'm under command from a higher authority to expose the evil, dark deeds of evil men and instead of joining in with them. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. For real, y'all, that's what I'm going to keep doing. Now, I guess I should tell you some of the places I'm going to be appearing soon. I guess that'd be a good idea. What's coming up in the next week or so? I am scheduled to speak Sunday, March the 6th at Engaged Ministries Church, Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. Engaged Ministries Church, 220 South Lincoln Street, Lowell, Arkansas. That's in the uh, northwest Arkansas area. I am scheduled to speak a week from today. That would be... uh, Thursday, March 3rd, at the Informed Citizens of Faulkner County meeting, Larry's Pizza in Conway, at 11 a.m., Thursday, March 3rd. Y'all come see us if you're anywhere near. I am scheduled to speak Monday night, February 28th, Faulkner County Republican Party, Let's see, where 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 is that? Where are they going to be meeting? Vincent's Roadhog, 
2850 Prince Street in Conway, Arkansas. Last but not least, this Saturday, We the People Tea Party Town Hall meeting at the Washita Center, UARM, in Mena, Arkansas. I've never been to Mena. So I'm looking forward to that. Bunch of bunch of candidates going to be out there. So I hope you guys will be able to come see me. I'll try to continue to uh, get the word out. Okay. A buddy of mine says, just sent a donation on your link. It's working. Yes. Hallelujah. It's working. Electdocwashburn.com. There is a donate button on there. We've been trying to get it on there for a long time. Let me see. So people have been texting me saying, hey, we're having a problem there. But a buddy of mine says it's working now. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Let me let me just, uh, let's see. Okay. I'm told it's working now yeah that's neat that's neat that, oh you know I, I love getting good news I love getting good news let me see let me see let me see yeah yeah getting good news it's working it's working all right because see for for a moment there for a brief fleeting moment I thought I might have broken uh, Al Gore's uh, interwebs, the internet out there. And I, I didn't know if I'd ever be able to live that down if if I'd actually broken the internet. Know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, and then there's another, there's another link up here on, uh, another message up here on my, uh, on the Podbean app, help replace John Bozen with a person who has fought for conservative rights for years, and there's a link to uh, to donate to Jan Morgan's campaign for U.S. Senate. So there you go. One of the ladies here says, I would say most of my peers, even family, are still hoodwinked and not really interested in hearing another side, whether factual or not, but I haven't given up on them yet. Also says, have we talked about the queen being on ivermectin? Forgive the memory, Doc. She ain't what she used to be. Yeah, I, uh, I talked about that yesterday. Another uh, comment here on the Podbean app. Drill, baby, drill. Frack, daddy, frack. Open Anwar and federal lands to energy production yesterday, not tomorrow. Well, see, that would be great. And we would be doing that if they hadn't stolen the election. See, French Hill will tell you, a congressman out of uh, central Arkansas, they didn't steal the election. But he's wrong. They did. He's wrong. They did. Now. <laughs> oh, so our Internet's out? That's all right. I'll keep, I, you know what? Just call me Bob Margolin because I'm steady rolling, man. You know what I'm saying? 
In and that's out. Oh, well. Oh, well. The great, the, the, the great uh, Clay Travis over at uh, OutKick says China just announced Taiwan is not Ukraine and is an inalienable part of China. Buckle up. We may have a second invasion coming, this one far more significant, because no one in the world respects Joe Biden or his leadership team. That's true, Brother Clay. Okay, the Internet's back up. Good. Good. The great Jesse Kelly, talk show host out of Houston, says, Reminder, not a single person resigned after the disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal. In fact, no one even expressed regret. Keep that in mind when you hear about Biden and his so-called national security team. Bunch of morons and losers. I'm not even going to lie, fam. I mean, I, I can't argue with a word of it. Can't argue with a word of it. Matt Walsh says, I'm so glad the West gave up on energy independence because Greta Thunberg yelled at us. How dare you? That's really looking like a smart move today. The great Julie Kelly over at American Greatness out there on Twitter says, if Ukraine can't or won't defend itself after the U.S. and other countries dumped billions into that country over the past decade to secure its border, why else should we be involved? Americans were told in 2019 that Trump had no right to question more U.S. aid. Okay, so where's the money? Know what I'm saying? Where's the money? Now, another guy that um, another guy that I respect had a different take on it. He's uh, Bocce at Red State said, disagree with this take. You know, to Julie Kelly, he says the Ukrainians are clearly fighting. Numerous videos proving that this isn't. The Afghan army. In other words, Ukraine and Afghan, two different places. And Julie Kelly responds, fair enough, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Jeff Carlson, the great Jeff Carlson, investigative reporter and contributor to the Epic Times, says we were a net energy exporter in 2020. And crude oil net imports we're at the lowest level since 1985. Total U.S. energy exports exceeded total energy imports by 3.46 quadrillion British thermal units in 2020, the largest margin on record. But Joe Biden changed all of that. Okay? All right, Adam Shaw, politics reporter at Fox News, says approximately 220,000 illegal illegal immigrants have evaded Border Patrol since October. According to an official of the Department of Homeland Security, coming during months that are typically slower for border crossings. 
Yeah, usually the winter time is slower. So Congressman Troy Nels out of Texas says, this is the crisis that we should be most concerned about. And yeah, I mean, look, I hate what's going on in Ukraine. A lot of people want us to go to war over there. But they don't want us to lift a finger to do anything about the invasion on our southern border. And trust me, it is an invasion. And the Constitution says that it is the responsibility of the President of the United States of America to keep our country from being invaded. All right? And guess who couldn't care less about that? Joe Biden. Now, speaking of wanting to um, get into a war over Ukraine, the governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, We call him asymptomatic Asa. He says an invasion of a sovereign nation cannot stand uncontested. He says, I hope you'll join me tonight in praying for the people of Ukraine. Okay, so good so far. And then he says, and for a unified allied response. Well, we're praying for Ukraine, but what do you mean a unified allied response? You want uh, want to send guys over there to get killed? By the Russians? Is that what you're talking about, Asa? I can't read your mind, bro. Speak up. Speak up. Again, the great Matt Walsh of The Blaze says, my huge fear right now is that our military hasn't had enough diversity training to prepare them for this moment. Have we recruited enough lesbians? Are our armed forces sufficiently transgender inclusive have they confronted their white privilege do they know enough about systemic racism these are the questions that haunt us all yeah there you go because clearly that has been the priority of this idiot secretary of defense lloyd austin Know what I'm saying? That has been the priority. Oh, and getting patriotic Americans out of the service, getting conservative Christians out of the service, they're definitely doing that. They're definitely doing that. Yeah, it's jacked up, man. It's jacked up. And, and, you know, the more I see what's going on, the more the... um, the more the words of my 28th Amendment friends in Hot Springs, Arkansas, ring in my ears. Which is, Doc, I don't think we can um, survive as a country till November 2024 under this. We need to uh, get this 28th Amendment thing going on. Okay, well, Godspeed. Looks like you eventually need to get, what, 38 state legislatures to go for it, but maybe it'll get bad enough 
Maybe it'll get bad enough. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Now, let me say once again how thankful we are for our advertisers who help us be able to do what we do. Let me say a word about my buddy Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton, Arkansas. Justin is a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he sure helped me out when I was in two automobile accidents in 2019. He's also helping me with the one from December 2021, in which I was rear-ended on Colonel Glen Road in Little Rock, Arkansas. The guy was going fast, didn't even tap the brakes. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin meant to make sure the mental law firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck or on the job or you're a loved one suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today. One more time, one more advertiser, and boy, I tell you, best-kept secret in American healthcare. care. Let me ask you something. You have migraines. How about neck pain, back pain, vertigo? You're having problems with your blood sugar. Okay. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Do you lean to one side or the other instead of standing up straight or sitting up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, my neck pain, my back pain. Let me tell you how it works. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, or C1 bone, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, your circulatory system, your digestive system, and yes, even your reproductive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar even. Do yourself a favor. If you're in central Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted. If you're outside central Arkansas and you're thinking, man, that sounds like a pretty good deal. I need to find somebody a practitioner, or a doctor, to see if I need to get my atlas adjusted. Just go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on the tab, Find a Doctor Near You. And I hope there is one. I hope there is one. All right, let me, uh, let me get back to it. Let me get back to it. 
because there's so much going on today. Oh, oh my goodness. There's an article from the UK Daily Mail, okay? It says scientists find genetic match between COVID and Moderna 2018, oh, 2016 patent. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Andrew Huff, former EcoHealth Alliance VP and whistleblower, Army combat veteran scientist, He responds to this article saying, it's over, folks. Wait until the why hits the mainstream. Peer-reviewed article in the comments. All right, we got to take a look at this. What do you mean scientists find genetic match between COVID-19 and Moderna 2016 patent? How's that possible? Well, here's what the article says. Headline. More evidence COVID was tinkered with in a lab? Now scientists find virus contains tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna three years before the pandemic began. Hello. Subtitles here. Bullet points. Genetic match discovered in COVID's unique furin cleavage site on spike protein. Matched Genetic sequence patented by Moderna for cancer research purposes. Researchers say one in three trillion chance that COVID developed the code naturally. Oh, man. Y'all don't know. One in three trillion chance that COVID developed the code naturally. Y'all don't know. What is one in three trillion? We got um, Jim Carrey. And Dumb and Dumb are saying, so there's still a chance. Unbelievable. Here's what the article says. Fresh suspicion that COVID may have been tinkered with in a lab emerged today after scientists found genetic material owned by Moderna and the virus's spike protein. They identified a tiny snippet of code that is identical to part of a gene patented by the vaccine maker three years before the pandemic. Y'all, this is really bad, all right? This is really, really bad. Hang on a second. I got to text my wife real quick. Well, sometimes life happens right in the middle of everything. Life happens. All right, so I apologize. And then we'll get right back. Right back to the uh, to the dealio here with Moderna. It was discovered in SARS-CoV-2's unique furin cleavage site, the part that makes it so good at infecting people and separates it from other coronaviruses. The structure has been one of the focal points of debate about the virus's origin, with some scientists claiming it could not have been acquired naturally. 
The international team of researchers suggest the virus may have mutated or have a furin cleavage site during experiments on human cells in a lab. They claim there's a 1 in 3 trillion chance Moderna's sequence randomly appeared through natural, through natural evolution. But there's some debate about whether the match is as rare as the study claims, with other experts describing it as a quirky coincidence rather than a smoking gun. Oh, okay, I wonder who's paying them off. In the latest study published, published in Frontiers in Virology, researchers compared COVID's makeup to millions of sequenced proteins on online database. The virus is made up of 30,000 letters of generic code that carry the information it needs to spread, known as nucleotides. It is the only coronavirus of its type to carry 12 unique letters that allow its spike protein to be activated by a common enzyme called furin, allowing it to spread between human cells with ease. Analysis of the original COVID genome found the virus shares a sequence of 19 specific letters with a genetic section owned by Moderna, which has a total of 3,300 nucleotides. The U.S.-based pharmaceutical firm filed the patent in February 2016 as part of its cancer research division, according to records. The patented sequence is part of a gene called MSH3 that is known to affect how damaged cells repair themselves in the body. Scientists have highlighted this pathway as a potential target for new cancer treatments. Twelve of the shared numbers make up the structure of COVID's furin cleavage site, with the rest being a, a match with nucleotides on a nearby part of the genome. Writing in the paper, paper led by Dr. Balamorali Ambadi from the University of Oregon. I don't sound like you're from around here. The researchers said the matching code may have originally been introduced to the COVID genome through infected human cells expressing the MSH3 gene. Professor Lawrence Young, virologist at Warwick University, admitted the latest finding was interesting but claimed it was not significant enough to suggest, well, you're, you're being paid off. I don't want to hear from you, Lawrence Young. I think it's obvious what's up here. I think it's obvious what's going on here. Don't you. Don't you. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, from the uh, the Podbean app, people listening live, sometimes we get comments. It says here, Reopen Arkansas has a list of candidates they endorse. Yes, I'm blessed to be one of them. I'm blessed to be one of them. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I appreciate that. Reopen Arkansas. Endorse Doc Washburn for governor, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, again, the great Matt Walsh from over at The Blaze. Oh, you know what? I got to do something here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not going to lie, fam. I got to do something. About that time. Hit it, Brother Brian! We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by 
RedRiverYourWay.com, Red River Your Way. Big old car dealership in the middle of the USA. The police and freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to online. Have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States of America. Today's tweet of the day, Matt Walsh from The Blaze saying, wait, so it wasn't a good idea to make a literal dementia patient president? Thank you, Matt Walsh of The Blaze. Thank you, RedRiverYourWay.com. Today's tweet of the day. Yes. Yes. All right, now, I got to share with you. I got to share with you. We got a, I don't know who this guy is, but he calls himself Vocal Distance, and he's followed by 107,000 people on uh, on Twitter. And he links to this guy, Neil Parmenter, president and CEO of Canadian Bankers Association, who says Canada's banks are perfectly situated to help lead the creation of a federated digital ID system between government and the private sector. The World Economic Forum agrees. And my boy, Vocal Distance, says this is very, very, very bad. I cannot stress to you how bad this is. All right? Yeah, you don't um, you don't want the government in charge of finances. On the for reals, y'all. You don't want the government in charge of your finances. All right, now, local distance also has a thread. Oh, is our internet out again? Let me check. Because if it is, I'll just get on my phone. I don't care, man. Necessity is the mother of invention. That's what I'm trying to talk about up here. What I'm trying to say up in here. Because I need to share this with you. Now you ain't going to lie, fam. Oh, okay, it finally loaded. It finally loaded. And that's good. He says, let's talk about why Putin is doing what he's doing. To understand Vladimir Putin, we need to understand how Putin sees the world, how he was trained, and what drives him. To do that, we need to unpack some history so we can put Putin in the context that allows us to understand him. First off, Putin was a KGB agent. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, the KGB was the main security agency in the Soviet Union. It dealt with internal security, intelligence, and secret police functions. It isn't exactly this, but imagine combining the FBI and the CIA. That's kind of like what the KGB was under the Soviet Union. All right. The KGB did intelligence work at home and abroad. Internally, the KGB would monitor public and private opinion, internal subversion, and any revolutionary plots in the Soviet bloc. The KGB would spy on Soviet citizens and was in charge of stomping out dissent within the USSR. So, the KGB played the role of ensuring there would be no dissent at home and would engage in intelligence gathering, disinformation, subversion, and espionage abroad. Again, like the CIA and FBI combined, but communist and with almost no due process for those that arrested. 
Now, where the KGB was a security agency, the Politburo was the political power in the USSR. There was a rather convoluted structure to the USSR, but the fact is the Politburo of the Communist Party was in fact the ruling body and the center for political power in the USSR. The head of the Politburo was called the General Secretary, and the General Secretary was the de facto leader of the USSR, occupying a similar role to the President in America or the Prime Minister in Great Britain. Again, not exactly, but approximately. Okay, so you got all that. Good, let's continue. So for most of the Soviet Union's history, no former head of the KGB had ever been able to become General Secretary. The reason for this was that after Joseph Stalin died, the new Soviet leader, Nikita Khrushchev, gave a speech called On the Cult of Personality and Its Consequences, which lambasted Joseph Stalin's leadership and the cult of personality he had created around himself. After that, Soviets were wary of giving one man too much power. They knew a former head of the KGB, being general secretary, would have the loyalty of the security apparatus. And making that person the general secretary would make him unstoppable as there would be no mechanism available to check his power. It would be another Stalin. Got all that? Okay, so here's where we get back to Putin. Remember that in 1975, Putin goes to work for the KGB. In 1982, the Soviets go against the previous thinking, and they select a former head of the KGB, Yuri Andropov, to be the general secretary of the Politburo and the de facto leader of the USSR. According to Ion Mihai Pasipa, quote, the leaders of the former Warsaw Pact intelligence community, when I was one of them, looked up to Andropov as the man who substituted the KGB for the Communist Party in governing the Soviet Union, unquote. Andropov shifted the influence away from the Politburo and to the KGB. By the way, Ion Mihai Pasipa was a subordinate of Andropov. So while this happened, Vladimir Putin would have been watching it and he would have been aware of what was going on. Not as it happens, not as it happened. There was no internet, and Soviets always were delaying information. But he would have had something of an inside view of what Andropov was doing and why, why it was effective, and how Andropov was able to get power and maintain it. Hold that thought while I make one other point, and then we can wrap this up. When Putin was in the KGB, the Soviet Union was a world power, and the Soviets were seen as one of two superpowers in the world, along with the United States. At that time, it wasn't clear which power would come out on top. In retrospect, it's obvious, but at that time, it wasn't. At that time, the Soviets were feared and respected, had, abs- had absolute dominance in their region of the world, and could exercise influence all over the world. This is what Putin wants. Putin wants to return Russia to its place of respect, power, and prestige on the world stage. He sees the dissolution of the USSR 
as a mistake. When the USSR dissolved, the direct influence USSR maintained over its satellite states, such as Poland, Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria, Czechoslovakia, and East Germany, was lost, and the power of Russia was diminished. Putin wants to return Russia to its former glory. But, as we have seen, he has learned the lessons from watching the old Soviet Union and from his training as a KGB officer. As such, Putin uses thuggery, espionage, deceit, disinformation, and subversion as his tactics, so it should surprise us not at all that Putin would invade one of the old territories of the USSR, particularly when he has a lot to gain if he can get it and keep it. This is exactly what we should expect from him. After all, the USSR would regularly engage in exactly this sort of expansionist behavior. We should expect this much from Putin. Now, furthermore, Putin has been telegraphing his nostalgia for the USSR for some time. The Russian hockey team was wearing the jerseys of the USSR at a tournament in Moscow this past December. That's not a fluke. Putin is pulling out the old Soviet playbook in a bid to bring Russia back to prestige and prominence. Putin may not subscribe to old Soviet communist ideology. I'm not entirely sure. What I am sure of is that Putin is an authoritarian thug who needs to be countered. Whether or not the West has the spine to do that is an open question. But we have seen this all before, and we ought not to be surprised that Putin would do this. His history probably begs us to think this is exactly what he would do. One last thing. This thread and its ideas are not my own. I'm not an expert in Putin or Russia, but people who know much more than I do have relayed this to me, and I'm relaying it to you. I think it is spot on. Wow. So that is um, someone out there on the Twitters who goes by uh, vocal distance. I don't know, man. I can't call it, fam, but I did think that it was extraordinary, and I should share it with you. Now, let me remind you, people have been asking us for weeks, Doc, why can't I donate online? You got a website, electdocwashburn.com. Why doesn't the donate button work? Well, it works now, bruh. It works now. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. The donate button on electdocwashburn.com works. So we appreciate y'all. So as the great philosopher Arsenio Hall once said, let's get busy. Let everybody know. Let everybody know. All right. You've been listening to the 95th episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect, reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck 
and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X. Now, that's the way it is. Thursday, February 24th, 2022.